Hello, I'm Mark Tucker. Hey there, I'm Alan Furstenberg, and welcome to Two Voice Devs. Two Voice Devs. Welcome back, Alan. Welcome back, Mark. It's been a, a busy, interesting couple of weeks, hasn't it been? It has. So uh, December has officially started, and a lot of people are focusing towards the end of the year and holiday and time with families. And unfortunately, sometimes that also means uh, time for businesses to make decisions that uh, could affect yeah. their employees. Yeah, it, it's rough. It's, you know, end of fiscal year for a lot of them. It's certainly end of quarter coming up. Um, and a lot of companies, that's when they, they make tough decisions and even tougher for the employees that uh, they get impacted by it. Yeah. Um, and we saw a bunch of... Uh, stories about this coming out of Amazon during November. And we thought it it would kind of make sense to to talk about that a little bit, about what it means for developers, what it's like for developers, you know, if you haven't been laid off before. And just kind of, you know, there there's a lot of uh, brouhaha about it and what it means for conversational development. And, uh, you know, kind of makes sense that we take a, a little bit of a look at that, I think. Yeah, so we'll you know we'll try to, to to treat it with the respect and sensitivity that it deserves. Um, it's not just happening at Amazon in the voice world. That's you know big layoffs at Twitter and and, and lots of other companies that uh, that are affected, uh, big and small. Um, uh, but uh, but we'll talk. We'll focus kind of on the voice um, voice yeah, side of I, things. And 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 I I'd, I'd also be interested in your perspective on kind of the the Google direction away from um, conversational yeah. actions to app actions, uh, because that affects developers not necessarily in a an immediate laid off kind of way, but uh, but it's still kind of maybe part well, of the big bigger I, story. Well, so we'll get to that in a second, I think. But um, okay. so first, this is uh, some of the earliest reporting on this was done by uh, Brett Kinsella at VoiceBot.ai. So some of the information that he was able to get about exactly um, where some of the layoffs were, and they included things like um, Alexa Ambient is going to be shuttered. Uh, Alexa Health and Wellness is also going to be shuttered. Um, the Alexa Games and Alexa Communications will be getting significant layoffs. And also a number of other product areas under the, the the same group that Alexa is part of the, I guess it's called the hardware group. Uh, yeah. Does it have a better name? Um, yeah, I don't know. There, there are some other groups that are not Alexa related or other other teams that are not Alexa related that are, are also seeing some significant layoffs. And then later he reported uh, some additional specifics that there are some layoffs going to the Alexa Auto Team, Alexa Skills Kit, Alexa Speech, Alexa Guard, Alexa Proactive Experiences, Alexa Routines, Alexa Video, and Alexa Marketing. And it sounds like many of these are engineering level um, yeah. layoffs. So not necessarily the most visible, but still impacting a bunch of people who are doing the real work behind the scenes. Um, yeah. So what that you know means is that you know no new features or kind of slower um, pace on the features, slower pace yeah. on on the features, things like that. Yeah. Uh, also, the device design group is going to be getting significant layoffs, and that's engineering again, although it's more hardware engineering in some cases. 
but it means like we're not going to see the the rollout every year of you know a new voice controlled microwave or a new voice controlled whatever um those are going to be trimmed back although apparently astro is still pretty close to fully staffed so for whatever reason they're uh they think <laughs> that that an alexa controlled robot dog is still still has something to it um also not affected is going to be the evangelism team for Alexa skills. So the developer relations team, right. they're mostly uncut. Enterprise services are going to be mostly uncut. Uh, Alexa advertising, Alexa kids experiences, and Alexa platform also pretty much will be remaining fully staffed. And I think what we're going to see is we're, we're talking about is those teams have a more direct revenue stream for Amazon than some of the other elements. Yeah, I, I think that's going to. I think that's kind of the big um, focus, or at least the, what I would term it is, is find finding ways to monetize this from from Amazon's perspective, um, and and putting focus and energy on those areas and and less on those that those that don't. There's there's kind of like a, a phase initially when you when when Amazon first you know, Alexa first came out from Amazon that it was, you know, get as many devices out there. Get the developers up and going. Make sure that see, they can create skills. See what works, and, and that yeah. and that type of things. Yeah, see how it works. Kind of figure some things out. But it was it was for a while there, uh, especially I, I was following this quite a bit with on Voicebot.ai as far as like on um, there are X number of devices, you know, roughly or this percent market share of Alexa devices versus Google devices versus and so <clears throat> I think for a while there. It was how many devices we could get into homes um, in as many different countries as possible, and yeah. I think that that was kind of like the you know push things out as fast as as possible uh, to get devices in, in, into the homes. And now they're at the phase like, okay, we've got the, the the devices there. What can we do to make sure that we can monetize off of that? And and and, uh, and you know, I, and I and we saw over the past several years a similar kind of pattern on the Google side. Yeah. Where yes, there was this push to get the devices out, um, and then a push to you know as many countries as we could, so we could claim we were in more countries than Amazon was, um, which they consistently were. Right. <laughs> you know, there was this this big drive to do it, and then kind of it slowed down there. And certainly internally, we saw fewer and fewer resources being dedicated to developer relations. Yeah. Um, which in some cases is a, a sign of how much resources are being dedicated to uh, engineering. And it wouldn't surprise me if we see similar reallocation on the Alexa side where, you know, they're not so much laying everybody off, um, but they are saying uh, we may have people in the wrong places. Let's try to make sure we get them in the right places. And if we can't find a good place for them, then we talk about what you know where they go next, or yeah. you know they talk about where they go next. It's it's also interesting because it could part of it could be at least like on the developer um, side of things, like Alexa Skills Kit. I'm thinking specifically is that you know as a developer, I always want more features. You know, give me more features, give me more capabilities, um, and <clears throat> maybe there's a, a thinking that that the platform's matured to a, enough of a point where 
um, they can focus on some other things and not necessarily uh, focus as much um, on, on new developer features. That's that's not what I want as a developer, but that doesn't necessarily mean it's a you know good business decision to keep trying to give me what I want as as far as features. So maybe a, a certain amount of maturity too. That may be true. I mean, and and we do see that what wasn't mentioned was um, Alexa conversations, for example, which they've been yeah. talking now for a little bit, saying that's where they see more and more development going into. Um, but again, we don't really know what the internal structure of yeah. Because I was going to say I could go through that list and kind of think like, oh, this feature probably goes over here. This probably goes over here. But I don't. I don't have any insight or transparency necessarily yeah. into that. No, so I, I mean think so. We we don't have any insight at all into what you know is yeah. really happening inside these companies. We can just see well, what everyone else can see. I we, do have some relationship with some some things going on with projects and stuff that we're doing. So I do have some insight on some of the Alexa, Amazon things, but but not, nothing that I can really talk about. So I just I do need to be careful on some things and kind of how I say things. So, but this is all you know from my perspective. This isn't anything from you know Rain's perspective or anything. This is this is me kind of how I see it. Right. Um, just let everybody know. And and most of what we're talking about is really stuff that that everybody can see. We're not talking about stuff that's that's insider knowledge. Yeah. Um, yeah. But you know, I I think it's interesting that some of the and and some of these layoffs, um, or the the realignment of where people of, of where to put people, um, was announced a couple of weeks before there was big reports about huge financial losses inside the hardware division. Yeah. And and some of that, and I think some of that stems from two logical consequences. Um, one is that they were selling these at cost, or pretty close to cost, and that's because they faced tremendous pressure from Google, who was yeah doing this, who was trying to break in and was doing the same thing. And the second is it wasn't clear what the revenue stream was from it was otherwise. You know, I think uh, Amazon expected it to be a convenient way to order stuff and that never materialized i i, I don't have any statistics on yeah. how well it's materialized um maybe maybe it has um yeah i don't know uh, I, sure. I don't know either you know but let me so let me re the reporting is that that never materialized okay. certainly you know there are there are there are people who are out there that are saying no well you know their usage stats said uh use of an alexa led to a ton of purchases, although not necessarily through Amazon. Um, but I, I think it's also important to know from a developer point of view that there was a lot of friction involved in purchases. And on the Google side, there was a lot of friction as well. It was considered one of the worst user yeah. experiences on the user side. Um, and when I saw how it was done, how the improved flow was done on the Alexa side, I was amazed that it was that bad. Um, <laughs> so it's clear there were problems. Yeah, no, but so, something that that's kind of along those lines too, because there's lots of different ways we've we've had we've talked about it, yeah. uh, different ways to monetize skills um, itself. Uh, you know, in skill purchasing, there's even the ability to to do you know like subscriptions or to pay a single price to enable a skill. But something that they just rolled out. Um, and talking about quite a bit is this affiliate links. So you can inside your skill order things from Amazon, um, uh, you know, directly. Not not even just like take you to the 
to the store or have your phone go to the store with something in the cart, it can do that, but it could also just order it for you. And so you could have a skill that uh, that's for a specific brand and then some of their products that are available already on Amazon just to easily, you know, reorder. And then, um, then the, the skill gets a, gets a cut of the, of the percentage of, of, you know, of the, of that transaction. So um, there are some, some definitely some interesting things that are, that are still um, being investigated and experimented with on, on how to monetize well, from a skill perspective. And I think that's wonderful, but you know, it's also, why is that taken seven years? Yeah. Yeah. It has taken quite a long time. Um, it you seems. know, and, and I feel like that's what a lot of people are are kind of saying is, you know, the, the usage for everything besides the core functions never, never materialized. And I think as developers, we would say, well, some of the reason why it never materialized is because we, we didn't have the capability to deliver it. But yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. As a developer, yeah, like I say, I, there's there's always more features that I would like. Um, that's true. There, yeah, we're always easier and quicker. <laughs> yeah, we're we're kind of we're kind of finicky that way, you know. But um, but no, I I, I agree to at least to the extent that uh, um, things haven't exploded in in the monetization side of things, like you know, like we thought. There are definitely core functionality. Um, uh, features like there was a recent tweet from um, Nick Schwab who who does sleep sounds, um, you know, from his company Sleepjar, and he, he's seen more interaction than ever on on, on using the Alexa device for for sleep sounds. So that that's you know people are continuing to buy devices. There are more devices than you know this year than there were last year, and more people are doing sleep sounds. You know, I feel like what that kind of shows us is that the device is popular. You know, people are buying the device. They're using the device. the 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 core concept is there, but we still have only scratched the surface on finding the things that are monetizable. Yeah. You know, and and Nick was incredibly fortunate that he found a niche that both wasn't fulfilled by anybody and could be fulfilled using the device. Yeah. Yeah, he he did definitely have early advantage on 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 that. And there's, you know, some of the you know, early skills. Even though weather is is handled by Amazon, uh, Big Sky, um, I know the developer who's who's done the Big Sky Big Sky skill, and and he's gotten tons of usage on that. There are definitely use cases, um, you know, built-in one P experiences like music, uh, timers, uh, alarms, things like that 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 are um, so there could be more ways to monetize those. There could be theming of alarms and, and things like that, that developers could get on, in on that ecosystem as well. Um, there are other ways to monetize, um, but uh, I, I, we haven't necessarily seen those be explored yet. No, you know, I think, I think that's really it, is that there's a lot of avenues that audio first devices will be able to handle and can handle and maybe almost can handle right now. Yeah. Um, that really we we haven't just explored, you know, that, that nobody's tried yet to see if they'd even work and if people would be interested in them. And then we get to the question of, well, how do we how do we make sure people find out about them? Yeah. But that's you know, that that's for you know two voice marketers. That's not our department. <laughs> but but also um you don't have to we don't want to leave out uh 
you know, smart displays. So multiple modal devices, you know, some of the stuff that I've been doing uh, the last month is, uh, is being in on the beta of how to do widgets. Um, oh, yeah. And you know, right now the widgets in the, in the, in the widget gallery, uh, there's right around 30, which so it's, it's like right at the very beginning and we're just kind of learning how to do that. But that, that is a way to have something on your screen. That's, that's, um, updatable. It's like a notification. It's like a tease. It's like an easy access into your skill. Um, and, and, you know, that's, that's still being explored. So, you know, I've got some, um, some of them out there. I look at my statistics so far in the last month of, the, I've got three skills that have been out there for like a whole month and a, a couple that have only been out there for less than a week, but there have been over 16,000 installs of widgets. Um, of just those widgets. So, um, you know, not bad for a month um, yeah. as, as people are, are discovering, you know, what's what's available and kind of exploring different things. And as we kind of push the envelope and figure out what widgets can do, I think uh, that that's that's one way that that shows that there's there's interest. People are, are, are using them and trying them out and um, just kind of see where things go with that. Right. You know, and I think the question on, again, is going to start becoming, okay, what's, what's good, you know, what about them will make it better than alternatives? And I think that's something yeah. as, as designers and developers, we need to be cognizant of is, you know, what, what can we do that is better than someone pulling out their phone and punching buttons on the screen? Yeah. You know, where, where, where is that voice? Where is that ambient interface? going to be more useful than pulling out the phone, which is ubiquitous. You know, it's always yeah. there. How do we, you know, go from ubiquitous to ambient? And what are yeah. what are the what are the things that we can do there? I we'll find them. Yeah, we will. I I'm I'm you know I guess not maybe this is a good time to talk about the the news reports that have been out there like Amazon is in demise and it's going oh. away and I've seen some of these from some of the same authors that I've seen before that have, um, I don't know. It seems like uh, trashing on on something is is uh, more interesting or seems to get more interest in an article than you know praising something. Not not to say that there's like not some sort of undertone of yeah, there's stuff going on and and let's let's talk about those and that's what we're trying to do here. But um, not really the clickbait title that. Uh, Alexa is dead or something like that. No, I agree. These are, you know, really clickbait titles, but underneath these clickbait titles is a teeny tiny grain of truth to them. I mean, yeah. the 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 story underneath it is that Amazon is losing money on Alexa right now. Okay. Amazon was losing money on selling books for years. Let's remember that. Yeah. It's, um, it's, it's billion dollar you know multi-billion dollar company it it, it can lose money right. for a while it's, shareholders may not necessarily be happy about it but uh there's a long play you know but also let's remember the reason why they were losing money in some way in some cases was because they were selling the devices at cost and one of the great things about the fact that they were selling it at cost was that you were able to get you know a 15 dollar dot or uh, you know, under a hundred dollars for a device with a screen, and you know you're going to compare that to, you know, these kinds of devices, which are now yeah. selling for six hundred to a thousand dollars. Yeah, and 
having low cost devices everywhere you know it, it it that's a benefit to a lot of people low cost and, and and you know and still relatively powerful devices because you were taking advantage of cloud computing you were taking advantage of distributing things yep um you know there's a lot of power to that you know yeah, there is there is definitely a power for well, like if i'm in a room and i want to want something i have a question or something i just ask i don't think oh am i in this room and does this room have a device that can hear me right, right. It's, it's just like i have a question oh you know, Amazon, what's the capital of blah, 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 or what's the height of, you know, Mount such and such or whatever it is, right? Whatever question I've got going on in my head, I don't I don't necessarily even have to think about going to a different room to ask the question. Right. So, you know, I think the fact that these devices are ubiquitous and ambient um, certainly laid the groundwork for a really powerful platform yeah. that if Amazon was selling these at the same prices that, you know, Apple, for example, is selling theirs, wouldn't yeah. have happened. Yeah, and I think maybe that's part of the, the difference too, is that, you know, Apple really hasn't done very many devices, um, you know, uh, and they're able to charge premium and, and they know that their you know, fan base will, will pay it. And so, you know, but, they, they likely have not been losing money on it. Right, but as developers, nobody's paying attention to those to Apple's devices. You can't really because, do anything on it. Yeah. Well, you can't do anything on it, but also nobody has them. Yeah. You know, even, you know, they're they're a very, very distant player in the market right now. Yeah, I agree. You know, so as developers, there's not much point in us, you know, thinking about Apple simply because there's no, there's no platform, you know, there's no market for it. In the same way there was, you know, it, it ends up there's no market for Bixby. You know, there's just not enough people that have a Samsung device that runs Bixby to to develop for it, and that's. Or even if I have a Samsung device, I I don't do much with Bixby on it. Yeah. Um, so I I've got other apps and other I've I've got you know two other voice assistants that I would go to before I asked Bixby. Right. Well, and and you know I think so. The notion that that you know Alexa wasn't just this one product; it was a platform. It was a suite of things. Yeah. I think was you know what what made it appealing, but also the only reason that made it appealing was they were they were selling the products at cost and losing money yeah. on it. So it's that's a complicated set of economics there about how you deal with that. I don't know you know hopefully at this point they've gotten enough in place where we're going to start seeing development. You know the 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 new ideas coming in the development for the platform. Yeah, and I and I think you know you approach this differently if you're like let's let's see, let's kind of imagine the things that this could do, and get it out as uh, to as many homes as possible is a different mindset than let's figure out how we can make value that will you know make somebody make Amazon money or make uh, make it you know indispensable for for users. I I think this kind of I think we're in a different phase, and I, I guess yeah. I think that I think that's what JP from Vixen Lab was kind of trying to 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 talk about in his and his um, video that he did recently is that you know the the you know news stories are are hyped, um, but that they're but things are changing. The, the the focus is changing. There is a restructuring. There is going to we're kind of entering a new phase. Well, and you know, I think also we we're seeing that somewhat with 
you know, if, for example, Alexa skills kit and Alexa routines are, you know, supposedly uh, losing staff. And yet we're now also seeing um, third party companies like VoiceFlow and Jovo and some others that are building the tools so that, well, okay, maybe Alexa doesn't need to focus as much on that end of it because outsiders are. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe that's, that's true. They don't need to have their own Alexa SDK, you know, open source project. They, there, there are other open source projects or maybe it's functional enough and the open source community can kind of take it from here. Yeah. You know, you know, and you still need some team because you still need to, you know, manage the console and you need to provide those hooks for the third party. But yeah. now, you know, you're having the third party doing a lot more of the work and coming to you saying, here are the features that we need. And, and they're now starting to prioritize, you know, what, what, what comes next rather than you having to forecast that. Yeah. And I think, again, we see that on the Google side as well is, you know, now that it's over in the Android camp, you're seeing Android developers who are very familiar with product cycle releases and um, new features and so forth and requesting those new features increasingly will be able to demand them and thus better set the agenda. Yeah, I, I see that. Yeah, but it's either way, it's hard on, on the teams that are there. Yeah, it's 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 definitely hard on those that were directly impacted by layoffs. But there is also a, kind of a psychological, you know, to, for those of us who have focused so much attention um, over these years on this industry and have invested, you know, hundreds of developers, you know, thousands, almost probably tens of thousands of developer hours into this over or over many years to to kind of see, okay, well, what's what what's happening? How is this going to impact me? Is it, how is this is going to impact you know the project that I'm working on right now or um, you know, the, the thing I'm dreaming about, you know, doing next year or what, whatever it is. So, um, th there is going to be some change and there is definitely some impact and, and, uh, um, and not necessarily, you know, an unwarranted level of concern. Right. Uh, yeah. So, but, but, but that's also could be a motivation to, uh, find better, clever, you know, different ways of doing things and and you know, push this forward even more. No, that's true. You know, it's, it'll be interesting to see that if people who were on the team uh, leave Amazon, what, what did they go off and do? You know, we've seen in the past, you know, people who have left uh, Google or Apple have left those companies and gone on to do some incredible uh, yeah. products. Um, you know, not all of them are are well known, but there are some amazing products that are out there from ex Googlers and ex Apple and ex Microsoft people who yeah. had a vision that they just couldn't do inside the company, and once they were untethered, did some amazing stuff. Yeah, so it's 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 definitely hard. I'm not, I'm I'm not, I'm not trying no, to. No, yeah, it's kind of it's, it is really with heavy heart that that we talk about this topic. I'm. Um, I, I try to you know find um, something to be optimistic about and and there probably and there is and I I, I think generally I, I'm still excited about this this community and this industry and and um, see lots of things good things going ahead but uh, going ahead you know in the future but I I really am sad for all those that were impacted this is just really hard hard to happen hard hard to happen at this time of year hard to happen in any time of the year yeah. But. That's just really, really hard. Now, have you ever been 
through this kind of stuff before personally? I have. Um, so almost, what, 30 years of doing software development. I've probably been laid off uh, probably at least four times. I had one company that, that kind of went in a different direction and the business got sold. Um, and so there were layoffs. One retooled from .NET to, to Java. And so they 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 let, let go all the .NET developers. Um, yeah, there's just... There's there's been you know situations where I've I've been laid off and you know sometimes as long as six months which has been would be really scary. Um, that does get scary, yeah. Yeah, and so I so so I definitely I definitely feel for uh, for what's happening. I've I've been through it myself and it's just really rough and and you know sending out uh, love and support to to all those that uh, that are being impacted and their families is just uh, it's heartbreaking. It is. No, it definitely is. You know, and and these are. These are people who have been building stuff that we have all, you know, been enjoying for years. Yeah. Um, you know, we don't necessarily know their faces, but you know, we we relied on their stuff, and so it's it's hard to hear when when they're impacted like this. Yeah. So just best wishes to to all those that are impacted as um, as you as you regroup and and look for what next is on the horizon for you. Um, may you get uh, lots of love and support from family and friends. And, and love and support from us here at Two Voice Devs. Yeah. So uh, we'd love to hear your takes on this. You know, if there's anybody uh, who's inside that can speak about your experience, um, we'd love to have you on and talk about it as a developer. Because, you know, um, developing some of these, uh, these tools, developing some of these features is very different than what, you know, people who are using the tools and features can be. So we'd, we'd love to hear from you, your thoughts, your perspectives. And we hope you uh, you all have um, safe landings. And uh, you can reach out to us. We encourage everyone to, to give us feedback on uh, LinkedIn, the comments below. Um, and uh, we'll talk about it another time on Two Voice Devs. Two Voice Devs. Take care, Ellen. Take care, Mark.